Hey, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to Screaming Chewy Show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review the podcast. And of course, enjoy the show. Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And it starts now. Exciting episode of Screaming Chewy Show, and I'd like to welcome a special guest, Damien from Dabbing with Damien. What up, yo? What up, everybody? So, Damien, tell me about yourself, man. What do you do? Uh, I kind of just sit around and dab a lot. I'm gonna be real with you. My videos make my life look a lot more exciting than it actually is. I love your videos, by the way. Like when I came across one, I was like laughing my fucking ass off when you're like jacking off and you're like oh hey <laughs> <laughs> i i laugh about those videos i'm glad other people laugh at them but like i laugh about this stuff the night before i make it like i think about that stuff i'm like oh, i'm doing this tomorrow <laughs> and i love doing that stuff it's fun i'm glad you like it man thank you yeah man i i thought you were fucking hilarious i was like i gotta talk to this guy <laughs> So man, dabbing man, um, I've tried it before, and oh god, dude, like, um, man, I was like, how do you, how do you stay normal? Like, I was stupid for like five hours. I, uh, I'm, I, that's a great question, man. <laughs> that's a, that's one of those great hard hitting questions that uh, I wish I had an answer to. Uh, other than I think I might just be a wizard because. I dab about a gram a day and function Damn, function normally as a human being. Go to class, do my work. Uh, I'm not working right now because I was working in kitchens before COVID and I got sick. So haven't gone back to work anyway. But uh, staying normals. I don't know. I, I wish I had an answer for you, but smoke a lot of weed, kids. Hey. Stay in school and smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> Get that tolerance up. Um, like a couple, maybe like three or four years ago, a friend of mine, she gave me a whole gram of that dab for like, for my, for Christmas, actually. I thought it was my birthday, but it was actually for Christmas. And I was so excited. And I would do like a little tiny booger size. I would put it like on top of a bowl of weed or something. And like, fuck, I get so fucked up. And that gram lasted me like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, when I first started dabbing, I, a gram would last me about a week. And I was like, oh, man, this is so great because you 
take a little dab and it's just the same as like smoking a whole joint and you're like, oh, this is, this is way smarter and, and more economy friendly and better on my wallet. And then you start dabbing regularly and then you start filming yourself dabbing and then your tolerance just goes up and up and up and you're dabbing a gram a day and barely getting stoned from it. But hey, <laughs> it's, it, it's nice. It doesn't get in the way and I'm always lifted and it's just, it's a good feeling. I wish everybody could feel quick. this way. Right? Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, uh, I, uh, I think weed, like, definitely brings out the creativity in you. Um, even though, like, it, like, it does give you a little bit of short-term memory loss. Because I remember having such deep thoughts and amazing ideas. And I'm like, fuck, yes. And then I forget all about it. So I'm back to square one. I'm like, it's like you find the meaning of life and then you forget about it. It's like, God damn it. It's like too much information for a, a normal human being to have. So God gives you a little hint and then takes it. <laughs> it's great. That's why I just stay lifted all the time. It, it makes me happy all the time. And speaking of deep thoughts, I love being in a deep thought, if you know what I'm saying. Yep. Deep thought. Let's start thinking about life like... Am I just supposed to work and sleep? And then you're like, no, I was born with a gift. You must awaken it. Or, you know, you start thinking like that. We are. We all are born with a gift. That's, that's not, that, that is the secret to life. You're right, man. It does show us all the time. I, I love hearing that shit. And uh, that was advice from an old guy one time. He, he told me, we're all born with a gift but only the people that awaken it and or, or realize what it is and actually use it, they're happier because you realize there's more to life than just work and sleep. You know, you when you find that gift, whatever you like to do, whatever your hobby is, you find it and you do it. Um, you'll be a lot happier doing it and you find more, you get more out of life. Fancy that. Find what you like doing and do it and you'll be happier. Who'd have thought? Right? It's, it's simple, but then again, a lot of people don't get it, you know? No, I know. It's, it's one of those things that people overcomplicate, but, like, that's what it comes down to is, like, find stuff that you enjoy doing every day and do it. Like, work and school and family and, and, and those things that happen, like, you can't eliminate those from your life because they're always going to be there, but finding out how to fit those things around stuff that you like or finding a schedule that you like a routine that you like like that's that that's the key of, to happiness and it's not much more extravagant than that whether or not i become famous off these little one minute videos is irrelevant to me i'm having fun making them so that so i'm happy no matter what if any success that comes with that afterwards is a bonus exactly like um i talk to other podcasters and you know, some people get very discouraged because they don't have the numbers they, they like celebrities have, right? They're like, I'll never be like that. I'm just going to stop. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing this to be famous. It'd be cool if it happens. But, you know, it's like when I go to the casino and I take money, I'm not expecting to get rich, but it'd be cool if it happened, you know? Sure, sure. Nobody's going to be upset if they hit the lottery and... <laughs> You know, their life is just, if somebody had the anxiety of how do I provide for myself and my family for the rest of my life removed, 
yes, that would be lovely for everyone, but that, that doesn't really just happen. It's about, like you said, finding something you enjoy doing. And um, some people don't get that, you know, it's like, don't get discouraged. Just do it because you like it, you know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, apparently you found dabs in comedy. Yeah, that <laughs> dude, that's what's better. I mean, telling, telling poop jokes and taking dabs. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love them poop jokes. <laughs> I think it's, I'll never not think poop jokes are funny. And I think they're funnier because not a lot of people are like brave enough to talk about poop to strangers, like amongst your friends. Yeah. You'll be like, dude, I was taking this mean shit or something, but amongst strangers, not a lot of people are brave enough to talk about poop. Right. And, and like, what is the most bottom of the barrel thing that you could joke about, but something nobody wants to talk about, but is like not really, like there's stuff nobody wants to talk about, but like you also don't want to make jokes about because that's not very funny to make <laughs> jokes about. But like poop, nobody wants to talk about it, but I can make jokes about it all day because guess what? Everybody shits. Yeah, I think there's a kid's book called like that. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody poops. poops. Exactly. Like sometimes I'll tell people like, don't you hate it when you get shit on your finger? Like when that happened to me, I don't know why I did it. Maybe just as a reaction, but I smelled my finger. Of course you did. And anybody, anybody who tells you that they wouldn't have done the same is a fucking liar. I think you're right, bro. Cause I, I told people that they're like, Oh, I wouldn't do that. And I'm like, mm, I don't they, know. they, if they didn't do it, they would have thought about it. And, and that for sure, <laughs> like they would have been like, maybe not. But I would have, if I got, like half the time, if, especially if I don't know it's shit, half the time I get something on my finger, the first thing I do is smell it. Good thing we don't lick it first, huh? Oh God, could you imagine? <laughs> That's, that would end terribly. My stomach hurts enough as it is, and I eat healthy, so I don't, I don't, I don't need whatever's going to be on shit to go in my stomach too. Hey, do you think vegan poop tastes different than regular poop? I've asked this before to, to my homie, but I want to hear your opinion about it. I, I'm not very well versed in eating shit myself, but <laughs> if, if we go to hypothetical land and we imagine that I am, I would argue that, yeah, you you vegan shit probably would taste quite a bit different. I don't, well, no, no, it wouldn't. No. You think it'd be the same? Yeah. I mean, depending, because I, I, ultimately at the end of the day, it's about what nutrients are going into their body and, and their body spitting back out. I don't think maybe, maybe animal byproduct, makes that much of a difference in somebody's shit but i don't i don't think vegans have special shit that's true huh it probably smells the same too you know but uh what i don't i don't understand is how do females do it bro like when when a female goes to the bathroom and then you go in after like it doesn't smell but when i take a are shit, you bro, joking 
I think I think girls' shit smells worse than any anybody else's. Women women have the nastiest. <laughs> they are just if that's the case, man. Any woman you're going after is just really good at covering it up because I think they have the nastiest smelling shits in the world. When I've caught when I've caught them having a shit, and, and it's rare. They'll be like, I, I was doing makeup. I was doing Don't go in there. Don't lie to me. You were railing coke off the counter, <laughs> right? <laughs> like Scarface. Why aren't you sharing with me? <laughs> sharing is caring. That's what I'm saying. And um, right? You're like, I heard that baggie in there. <laughs> I know what a one dollar bill sounds like when it's being rolled up. <laughs> Imagine, bro, you're gonna pay for something. You're like, oh shit, wrong dollar. I don't think I've ever put any drugs up my nose with a dollar bill. I, I've done it before. I, t- I told myself I was classier than that, but as I've gotten older, I'm like, am I? And is it really that non-classy to do it with a dollar bill? I mean, if you do it, dollar bills are dirty as fuck. But if you do it with a dollar bill, it's the same as like a stripper's ass, right? That's true. And I have put a lot of dollar bills in strippers' asses. Just think of how many dollar bills in your pocket right now have been up strippers' asses. Probably a fair amount. Because I, I I got a lot of dollar bills in these pockets. Don't you worry. <laughs> and there's some pretty nasty ones, dude. I remember I was at a strip club. It was uh, Turbulence, it was called. And it was by the airport. And it was the only full nude uh, strip club here. Because it was 18 and over. There was no alcohol allowed. And I was on the chair, and she had her ass right on my face, dude. She was backing it up. You could see everything, chonch, asshole right there. And, like, you know how the lights are kind of dim in the clubs? But the lighting hit just right, and I saw a fucking herpy dude right in her butt cheek. Oof. And I'm like, oh! And, like, her ass is getting closer, and I can't back my head up anymore. I'm like, no! No! <laughs> it was, like, it was pretty scary. Like it, it was like from an amazing experience to scary right away. That's 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 not what you want to see when you're in the club. That's like you said that went that went from everybody talks about going zero to a hundred real fast, but that went from a hundred to zero even <laughs> faster. And the sad part is, I had to pay for that. Uh, I, I oh no, you should be money. getting your money back for that, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, I wonder how she responds to that. She'd be like, what? Excuse me? I'm like, man, you shouldn't even be working like that. But I, that's the scariest experience I've had at a strip club, thankfully. I mean, I'm pretty sure there could be a lot worse ones out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there could be a lot worse experiences at a strip club, especially for dancers there. I, I would imagine there's a lot worse experiences that happen at at at, at those places, but yeah, having uh, herpes backed up into your face ranks among the probably grossest ones that you could have. And then you know you have those thoughts, like the most extreme things that happen. Like in my head, anyway, I think of the most extreme situation. I was thinking, like, what if that herpes hits me and it pops in my face? Mm. It's in my. Well, what about what about if in your mouth? Oh, yeah. Do you taste like something? Herpes juice? I don't know. Pus, I imagine. Pus oh. probably coming out of there. <laughs> I don't, I've, I've, 
not been with anyone who has uh, herpes, unfortunately, so I don't have any uh, experience to know exactly what they taste like. But if I do ever f meet somebody that's got herpes, I will make sure to pop one in my mouth and come back and let you know. Do it for science, bro. Hell yeah. I'm all about, I'm a man of the people, okay? Do it like you're tasting wine, like swish it in your mouth, like mm. smell it. Hopefully it's been there for a few years. <laughs> Maybe I can have it just be the cheese that I drink with or I eat with the wine. Have a glass of wine and get that out and have some cheese. Some pussy cheese. <laughs> pussy cheese. Not to be confused with pussy cheese. That sounds like a cool punk band. Puss, pussy cheese? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm going to start a punk band someday. Do it, bro. Might might be our name. You never know. And now on stage, pussy cheese. <laughs> a red with Chuck E. Cheese. See, the kids will all, already remember us. <laughs> I love it. So, man, uh, what it, what inspired you to make these videos, man? I mean, it's fucking hilarious. Um, I. <sighs> I wish I had some deep story for you on that. I, I'll come up with one. Don't you worry. Right now, we don't really have one. I just, okay. It started with I was I just learned the guitar uh, two months or started picking up the guitar two and a half, three months ago now. At the start of quarantine, when everybody was trapped inside, I picked up a guitar at my ex's house and was like, "I'm learning how to play this thing." So nice. I started. I started chronicling little videos of myself learning so i was like oh it'll be really cool to go back and watch these videos of how bad i was when i started compared to where i'll be a year from now well i was kind of being my goofy self in these videos and putting them on facebook and people started responding to them and reaching out to me about them and saying hey these are really funny i look forward to these every day and i'm like that is awesome thank you so much uh and then i don't know if you saw the Wonderwall video, my first dabbing with Damien that I did, but I bust out my guitar and I'm like, here's Wonderwall at some point. And everybody that like was seeing my videos before I was like maybe having like 40 or 50 people seeing my videos doubled that number, which still isn't like huge numbers by any means, but I had a ton of responses of people being like, Oh my God, I love this. And that's pretty good. Yeah. And then I just kept dabbing every day and <laughs> I was like, well, I guess the idea for the one minute dab video was I was like, I see all these people on the internet doing the same thing. And I'm like, why can't I, I have the personality to do it. Why not? I'll record myself doing it for a minute. I've been getting called day man for the last seven years. Cause it's what I go by online. But then my friends started actually calling me that in real life. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. So, yeah, whatever. And uh, dabbing with, and I was just like, all right, dabbing with Dayman's kind of a catchy name. So here we are. I guess that is a long-winded story for you. It's not like uh, you rescued a baby from a fire. And you're no. like, I should do dabs. Or <laughs> no, didn't like rescue a baby from a fire and have the mother of that baby be like a cannabis influencer on instagram and be like you should do it as well and i was like yeah okay cool i will but 
I don't know if I do this right, you know, theoretically extract companies or glass companies or just any cannabis related companies want to sponsor me. I don't got to buy weed anymore after that. That's, that's really the main goal. Fame and stardom is cool, but free weed would be really nice. Damn bro. Free dab rigs and stuff. And maybe you get to rate and review them. Uh, Yeah. I'd definitely like to do stuff like that. I mean, the idea for dabbing with Damien being an interview show with like celebrity guests or whatever isn't necessarily supposed to be like a challenge for how stoned they get or have to be a straight interview show. Like I just want to do something bigger and more expansive with than just these one minute videos that I'm doing on YouTube for right now. That's fun though. So you talked about doing interviews and dabbing. So kind of like hot ones, right? And, uh, oh, yeah. You know how at the end they, they do the last dab? They call it the last dab. And they oh, yeah. The hottest sauce. How about you do the the, the last dab? All right. All right. Oh, shit. Do it. Do it. I'll get a good one here. Nice. Big one for the camera there. Can even point my camera down a little bit here so you can see my messy desk. Normally, I'm filming with a uh, uh, just my phone, but... We've got a different angle. So for everyone here at home, here's a different angle of dabbing with Damon. Ripping it, yo. Damn. All right. The last dab. Fuck yeah, man. I think I feel stoned just by watching you do that. <laughs> I'm glad. I wish I got that stoned. Sometimes it's nice not being that stoned anymore, but other times I do wish I got that stoned. Do you sleep better? Oh my God, I sleep like a rock at night. I, I, when I go to sleep, I go to sleep about 10 o'clock every night and wake up about 5.36 every morning. It's, I sleep like a rock. Just straight through. Oh yeah, it's great. See everybody. Rested every morning. Anybody having trouble sleeping? Do them dabs, maybe. Dabs are the key. Unless you have a fucking heavy ass trip and <laughs> you go in some other world. Right, right. Maybe if uh, it's your first time smoking weed, dabs is not your uh, go-to move. Unless you're really trying to explore your brain probably start out with like a joint or something but yeah if you're already a regular weed smoker step up to dabs they're definitely uh so what's the thc concentration on dabs nowadays uh it average it varies usually usually flower or bud that you get is like 20 to 30 percent i think in the in the stores and then dabs can range anywhere from like 75 to 90 percent thc fog bro yeah, and I mean, in that little tiny bit that I showed you, that's like pretty much smoking a whole joint in that little tiny, because it's just hit. pure THC, yeah. Bro, so like, wait, how old are you again? I will be 30 tomorrow. Oh, okay, so you're around my age. I'm going to be 33. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yes. Birthday. Happy Thank early you. birthday. Thank and, you. Uh, I'm going to be 33 in August, and um, bro... Hasn't weed smoking changed so much? Like, when I was a teenager, 
I would have to go look for, a, I would ride my bike, me and my friends, to go look for a fucking desert or a ditch to go smoke. Now you're like anywhere just smoking a dab pen, you know, fucking anywhere. Nobody cares. Oh, the game's changed. It's great. I love it. I, I agree. I think the, I used to do that same shit. Uh, pop can pipes were, is what I usually had to smoke yes. out of. Go uh, uh, I grew up in Oregon, so out in the country, we I lived up in a small town outside of Portland, and uh, we lived up in the woods, and we had like 23 acres of land, and there was all this forest around us, so I always had like forest to run up into the woods and smoke, but yeah, I remember, like, I, I just remember in high school, the other thing for me is how much cheaper weed is now, like, you can buy in bulk so easily, like, and stronger too, because yeah. now there's no fucking merch or regular. Now it's all hydro or the good shit, you know? Right. People are like, oh, this is bunk weed. I'm like, this would have been the dank when I was growing up. Like, this would have been the hot fire. <laughs> yeah. I also remember growing up when I was like 15, 16 and first started smoking weed. And I saw like, I don't remember where it was, but one of the like dudes that I got it from, it, it was like an old hippie house and they had an old high times from like 70, the seventies there. And I was looking through the bud in there and I remember laughing at how bad the bud looked then. So I guess it makes sense that it keeps getting better and I'm happy to see it keep getting better. But you know, just like when I hear the offspring or Nirvana be classic rock, I, I don't want to accept that I'm old yet. Oh, for real, bro. Like in, um, there's our station here. I think it's one Oh seven five. And they play like classic rock, you know, yeah. like Metallica, you know, like all the old school shit. And then, yeah, like you said, I'm hearing fucking Nirvana on there. I'm like, wait a minute. Right. No. <laughs> That's not classic rock. But, I mean, I guess it is. I don't know. I, I turned 30 tomorrow. So, like, today's my last day as a kid, I guess. Tomorrow I have to officially be an adult. I guess 30 is where the adult starts, but. So, so starting tomorrow, are you going to start folding your laundry instead of just leaving a pile on your bed? Cause that's what I do. <laughs> I, I already fold my laundry. I actually keep a pretty neat house. I was so stoked. Not about the breakup, but during quarantine, I just had to move out and get my own place. And I've been living here about two months now. So oh, nice. This is my first time ever living completely on my own without roommates. And I was curious to see after years and years of many fights with many roommates about cleaning and whatnot, if I was actually as clean as I thought I was. Because sometimes, even though I do clean up as a roommate, I start getting to a point of like, well, fuck it, I'm not cleaning this because they didn't clean it. And So I sometimes wonder, am I actually as clean as I think I am when I get frustrated with other people not being as clean, right? So living on my own, I am a very clean roommate. I keep a very clean house. I'm very happy with it. The so moment of truth. I already fold my clothes. Damn, bro. You, you're already 30. No. <laughs> I know. I, I guess I'm already an adult by that standard. I mean, fuck. I... I thought being an adult was going to be hard, but it really is just like kind of fold your clothes and check your mail. Sweep right? the floor once a week. 
And then, like, yeah, there's some parts of being a, an adult that sucks. Like, you have to work and pay bills and all that. But you know what? Not too long ago, I had a moment where I'm like, this is one of the best parts of being an adult. And it was when I opened two boxes of cereal and I, I mixed cinnamon toast crunch and cocoa pebbles. And it was fucking amazing. I'm like, I could never do this if I lived with my mom. She'd be so pissed if I opened two boxes of cereal. You weren't <laughs> allowed to have two boxes of cereal open? Nope. You got to finish one and then you could open the other one. Mm. Me and my sister each were allowed to have one box of cereal that we were we were eating from because I was Fruity Pebbles. She was Cocoa Pebbles. Nice. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Those, both of those are amazing. That, that's two of my favorites right there. Not going to lie. I kind of want to get down on the Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Cocoa Pebbles thing because that's also one of my favorites as well as Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It was amazing. It tastes just like you imagine it, like cinnamon, cinnamony chocolate. Oh, I believe it. It's funny looking back on some of those cereals I ate growing up and being like, yeah, all those, like, I used to think that was just a normal breakfast. And like, looking back, I'm like, damn, I was eating just literal sugar for breakfast. And that's it. <laughs> like, like, I might zero. as well have just taken spoonfuls of sugar and shoved them in my mouth. Yeah, they say that the, the, the box itself, it's healthier than the cereal. Is that true? <laughs> Because at least the box don't have sugar. I mean, they both have no nutritional value. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Oh. I got it. Yeah, hopefully one day I make enough money to get out of the roach-infested apartment because that's that part sucks, but... Hey, maybe they'll, they'll talk to you like that movie Joe's Apartment. Joe's Apartment. Now, that's a Tom Hanks movie, correct? Oh, was it Tom Hanks? Wasn't it? When he's in the apartment and the roaches talk to him? No, no, I'm I'm way off. I know what movie you're talking about, but I've not seen it. <laughs> oh, bro, that's a classic, man. You got to watch that. It's weird if to I, think. Go if ahead. I, if I look shitty now, but it was cool back then. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, seeing just like the little thumbnails for it, it's crazy to think that 96 looks so dated. Like, <laughs> it's hard to say I'm not old when I look at 96 and I'm like, damn, no, that looks old. That looks really old compared to how good things look now. Like computer screens and like pictures and stuff that you see nowadays, it's almost like you're just looking at, through a window at this person on the other side of it, which That's is cool. True. All one step closer to the Matrix, baby. Right? And it's funny you say that. Actually, last night, me and my buddy were talking about uh, cell phones and, like, the resolution on pictures. Now everything's 1080p or 4K or fucking 8K and shit. Um, but my buddy found an old cell phone. I think it, he said it was his flip phone or but it was an old cell phone. He And he found old pictures on there. And they're so pixelated, you can't even fucking tell... Like, it was a whole group of us, and you can't even fucking tell who's who because it was so pixelated. Yeah. Like, how did it look clear back then to us? <laughs> I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica from the Beautiful Feet Podcast. And you're listening to the Screaming Chewy Show. 
I don't, I, I don't know. See, that's the thing is like, I, that's one of the many things that I thought growing up is I was like, well, it's cool. We have this camera, but damn, does it suck? I can't wait till we have good ones on here. Like I never thought anything looked good. It's like, can you just like, but they gave us the technology at least. And I appreciated having a cell phone when I was a teenager. That's for sure. The pictures were almost like Nintendo 64 graphics. <laughs> God, Nintendo 64. Remember playing play the wrestling games? Be like, this uh, is so real. WWE SmackDown versus Raw? Oh, yeah. W, it was WWF back then. WWF SmackDown versus Raw. Was that the black game cartridge? That was... Oh, uh, that was No Mercy. That, that was No Mercy, or, and then I think the other one was Revenge. Yes, I think you're as right. Well. But yeah, no, all those games, I love those games so much. In fact, I keep seeing, because I used to play, I never played like the WWE 2K games on PS2 after that. Um, but I, I don't know if you remember the uh, UFC Undisputed games for Xbox 360. I played the freaking shit out of those games back in 2009 and apparently they were the same as the the 2k wrestling games which were apparently the same as the n64 wrestling games so i've kind of wondered if i were to pick up a wwe 2k game if it would still be just as fun as it was to play back in 96 when we were all sitting around at our friend's house down the street grabbing a folding chair out of the audience and smacking each other in the face with it and then do fucking badass moves fucking throw them off the ring yeah backflips off the corner loved that game remember uh when you could create your own character that that was my favorite i don't think i ever created my own character i think i pretty much exclusively locked in goldberg every chance that i got only him the one name in professional wrestling that i knew Fuck yes, dude! With the with the spear, his his uh, signature move. Yeah, I think so. Fuck, he would like I, tackle you like football, like boom. He would call it the spear. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna be real with you. Twenty years ago was a long time ago. Now, <laughs> twenty four years ago, excuse me. I don't remember it that well, but I I do remember Goldeneye though quite a bit better. Goldeneye was my shit. Fuck yes, dude. I used to play so many hours of that. Um, Did you ever play a game for N64 called Conker's Bad Fur Day? Oh, yeah. I still have it. I have it for my Xbox One. There's this game called Rareware Bundle or something. And uh, it's fucking amazing. I still, I mean, the graphics still suck. And it still has the N64 graphics, but it's still an amazing game. Oh, yeah. No, that game that game was crazy because not only did it push all these boundaries with how uh, provocative it was with all of its edgy humor and ridiculousness and or adult humor being in a video game that's on a console very heavily marketed for kids. It was actually a really fun, good game to play. Like it was challenging. It had interesting worlds. The enemies were were fun to play against. The puzzles were interesting. 
like it was an actually fun game so very true yeah i love conquer's bad fur day i didn't get to play it until uh conquer's live and reloaded there like you got to play it all for the xbox the original xbox yeah when i was seven years old my parents weren't uh real fond of me playing conquer's bad fur day (laughs) which as as i've gotten older i i can understand that now (laughs) There was so much sexual stuff in there. Like, remember there was a, a sunflower and she had big fucking titties. Oh yeah. And there was a bee, and you had to like get her to like get, let him pollinate her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. And I, I obviously as a, as a uh, shit comic myself, I uh, remember King Pooh quite well as well. Remember his song. <laughs> I I don't remember the lyrics, but yes, I remember the the song. I just remember the first two sentences because he would say, I am the great mighty poo and I'm going to throw my shit at you. That's That's, right. That's all I remember. (laughs) Fucking love it. Yeah. And then there was a, remember those catfish and then they, you try and help them and they get eaten by a fucking shark or something. (laughs) Those some fucked up shit that happened in that. The 90s were a wild time, man. They were. And, um, you know, in fact, just just you mentioning that reminds me of, like, cartoons back then that would not be allowed today. You know, like Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, no. Ren and Stimpy would not be allowed. Like, I tell people, that was my SpongeBob. And then uh, Rocco's Modern Life. That was another classic. I loved Rocco's Modern Life. And then Two Ang- I remember Two Angry Beavers, I think it was. Oh, yeah. And then I Real Monsters. Those were the early Nickelodeon shows that I... It seems like defined our whole generation's childhood. Like, no matter where you came from, everybody saw those shows. Yes, for sure, man. Damn, I forgot about all real monsters. There was some weird shit. I remember remember that guy with the armpits and he had his eyeballs on his hands? Yeah. I remember they, they snuck in someone's house at night and for some reason they had to steal a jar of like toenail clippings or some shit. And then he ate them. I was like, what the fuck? Mm. I vaguely remember this as well, actually, like. Not to add anything to it, cause, but I vaguely remember them having to sneak in somewhere and steal toenail clippings for him <laughs> to eat as well. And, But, dude, I mean, there's a bunch of weird shit, shit out there for kids now, too. Like, uh, the stuff that I see now that's out for kids, I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like some like Baby Shark. Have you heard of, the, heard of that on the internet? I'm sure you oh, have. Oh, the song? Oh, my God. Yeah like why why is that made (laughs) why what is that helping with kids at all like the lyrics i i'm pretty sure somebody was like hella stoned or drunk and they're like yo i got a song (laughs) baby shark was actually just uh a bunch of drunk white dudes hanging around a campfire singing a campfire song Um, you know, believe it or not, there's actually a metal version of Baby Shark. I would believe it because there seems to be a metal version of every song written by a lot of different people. Yep. 
and I think some songs it makes it a lot better, but some songs it's like don't fuck with it, man. Just leave it. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for people exploring their creativity, but whether or not I'm gonna spend time listening to it or not, uh, yeah, I like a lot of those metal covers, but some of them I'm like, mm, seems a little phoned in. It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of what kind of music you like, man? I'm I'm gonna give you that nice generic answer and say everything. But I, I when I say that I do literally mean everything. There's not really music out there that I dislike. I don't listen to a lot of country, modern day country, contemporary country, if you will. Uh, but I do listen to like I listen to a lot of metal and a lot a lot of electronic music. Nice, me too. Yeah. I think the perfect combination of those two would be like Combi Christ or something. Yeah, I I think I know who you're talking about. I've not listened to them before, but uh, yeah, they're like electronic, but they're really fucking heavy. It, it's almost like borderline metal. Oh yeah, no, I'll check them out. I uh, I'm a huge Primus fan, and I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Mindless Self Indulgence. Uh. Uh-uh. Mindless self-indulgence is like a weird industrial punk metal. I don't know what to call it, but (laughs) they've been around since the 90s and make weird, weird weird-ass music, but I really like their shit. And then you know who Primus is? Yeah, I've only heard one of their songs that when my name is Mud. Yeah. Or my name, is that what he says? My name is Bush or my name is Mud? My my name is Mud. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's one of their more popular songs. Uh, they're they're my favorite band. Les Claypool, they're the bassist and singer. He uh, he's just a very very interesting dude, and I respect him a lot as a creator. So they make weird ass music that's not necessarily like my go to. All right, this is gonna get me through my day as I groove <laughs> through doing stuff. But I, their music is like my favorite music to like get lost in and and listen to for a good period of time nice hell yeah dude fucking take a dab and listen to their music dude all right i'm waiting on my headphones to come back i got these nice studio headphones a couple months back finally upgraded to them and then they broke no (laughs) yeah just one of the cups started going out completely and shorting on me and they're being repaired and I'm waiting for them to come back. But yeah, I listening to audio on those things makes music so much better. Being able to hear the separation of all the different layers of the track. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. When you hear, you hear each individual instrument. Yeah. It's, you think it's not that big of a deal before you hear it. And then you start listening to music that way and you hear, you just hear the difference and it, it's one of those things that you might not notice a huge difference immediately jumping to, but like if you were to not have that good audio and go to shitty audio, you would notice the difference after being used to it for a while. And trust me with these little skull candy earbud, it, it's, it's a huge difference compared to those. Yeah. Um, like I, I've, I've, uh, I've had the same thing happen to me. Like, you know, you listen to a, a certain song so many times with, you know, earbuds or, you know, headphones, and then you upgrade 
And you're like, what the fuck? There's a bass in this song? Or... <laughs> I know. Seriously. Like, you think your, your your earphones have bass and then you get, like, better headphones and you hear something you didn't before and you're like, I literally never heard that before. <laughs> Man, um, do you ever listen to uh, Pink Floyd? Oh, yeah. I listened to Pink Floyd a fair bit when I was younger. But, I, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I listened to their stuff but i didn't i didn't get heavy into it it's stuff that i i would like to go back and listen to more now do you ever watch pink floyd the wall oh yeah i have seen that I, it's one of my dad's favorite movies so i saw that growing up so like um when i was younger uh high school my buddy he had a like a shack in his backyard and it had a couch and a cooler and tv and all that and we all, you, well, I used to hang out there and get stoned and watch like old movies or, or play video games. And he put, he, sometimes we get all fucked up and he'd put on that movie, Pink Floyd, The Wall. And like the first three times I seen it, like I seen it fucking drunk, fucked up. And like, I couldn't always really remember it. And uh, when I saw it sober, I'm like, wait, that little boy is the same guy growing up. This is about his life. What the fuck? Like, I never knew that. I thought it was just a whole bunch of random shit. <laughs> nope. Definitely, definitely about, about his life. Yeah. And I, I had like an epiphany. I'm like, Whoa, this is so much deeper now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, and then, I don't know, dude, and, and that Shaq, we used to watch, he used to, because he had a huge collection of VHS, and was nothing but old, weird movies, like, some movies I've seen there i never seen again, like, there was a fucking foreign movie called Leolo or something, and it was, like, an Italian, it had subtitles, it was fucking weird, like, this little kid, he, like, his, he got, like, and it was, like, back in the 50s or 30s, I don't know when it was the timeline, but this little kid got, like, a a meat, you know, like a liver. And then he was like having sex with it. And then he put it back in the fridge. And then later his mom was making dinner. She's like, you sure you're not hungry? He's like, nope. And then his dad's eating it. He's like, like <laughs> it was fucking weird, bro. <laughs> Sounds like you're a very cultured man getting to experience the, all these different uh, foreign movies. Right? Jesus. <laughs> some weird shit and i was stoned too so it's even it was even weirder <laughs> right that always escalates the weirdness of a movie lighting one up beforehand it does huh it really does did you ever get anxiety when you're too stoned oh my god yeah that's that's the weird part of like how much i can dab now is like i used to get way too high like I used to be like, if I, if I smoke more than like this one little hit off the, this bowl, I'm going to be non-functioning. I'm going to think everybody's out to get me. I'm going to have a panic attack and I'm, it's just not going to be good. Now, like I said, I'm sitting here. You saw, you saw what I dabbed him. Yeah, that was nice. Hold, holding a conversation just fine here. Mm-hmm. And I dabbed before that and I've been dabbing all day before that. So. If I did that size dab, I would be quiet right now. I would be like, like zombified, like <laughs> just nod here and there. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, that was a good size, man. You know those videos where people do huge fucking dabs, but the, and then when they when they stop smoking, they just cut it off. I want to see the fucking aftermath, yo. I want to see the whole video. <laughs> that would be. Yeah, I uh, I want to I want to see those aftermath videos too because I think those people are puking as soon as they're done. <laughs> I, like I I'm not I well I shouldn't say never say never. I'm sure someday I'll probably have to make a dab video where I take a giant dab, but I'm not looking forward to it. I can tell you that much because it doesn't look fun. I like like that's what I love about my e nail is I can just have my dab rig on and I can drop a dab on there when I want. I can take a nice small one, hit that, hold it in, blow it out, take another small one if I need to right afterwards. But those big giant dabs, man, they just fuck you up. I don't like coughing to the point of ralphing my lunch up. Yeah, there was this one video of this rapper. I don't know his name, but uh, he had like a fucking huge bag of kush, right? And he's like, yeah, my... My homie, he bet me a, this whole pound of kush that I can't smoke this dab. And he was, like, rolling a blunt as he's talking. And this chick next to him was fucking preparing the dab. And it was, like, a pretty big fucking piece. So he fucking does it. He's like, <laughs> starts coughing. And he's sitting on the couch. He's like, oh. Then he just passes out and falls off the couch. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I'm 30 years old. I got more shit to do than being able to just get so high that I just pass out and fall off the couch. It's like, what a waste, you know? You can't even enjoy the high. Right. Yeah, when I see people, like, I, that's the weirdest part about getting old is, like, I'll never, like, be down on partying. Like, I love partying and I love having a good time. But when I see those, like, all right, I'm about to pound seven beers in under five minutes. Watch me. I'm like, yeah, why? That seems, that seems wasteful more than anything. Maybe that's the biggest thing about getting older is don't be wasteful. Right? I want to recycle. (laughs) Be responsible. (laughs) Or those people that down a whole fucking fifth of vodka or Jack Daniels in like one chug. Like, yeah. you know, they're going to be throwing up later or something. Right. Or if you're not, you might have some things you want to address in your life about, uh, you know, how much you can drink. Go to a meeting. <laughs> yeah. Plenty of plenty of meetings around here. Hit one up sometime. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. Just thinking about that, oh, I feel hungover. <laughs> I had a friend one time. He, you know, those like pirate shot glasses that were the, that are like the eight shots in one, the tall, skinny shots. I've never actually taken one. Like double shots are bad enough. I'm not good at taking shots. But uh, I had a friend when we were like 22. He he did one of those of really really cheap Oregon Springs, uh, like bottom shelf five dollar a fifth vodka. But he didn't like sit there and try to gulp it down real fast. He sat there and sipped it, 
and just drank it slowly. And the entire time I'm watching him, I'm losing my mind going, how are you not just retching from the fumes coming off of this horrid, cheap vodka? Finishes it off and just goes, tastes like lemonade. Lemonade? What the fuck? Five minutes later, dude's passed out on on the floor. Like, no joke. Literally passed out on the floor babbling to Started babbling to himself nonsense and then passed out. <laughs> so I wasn't jealous or anything, but like, wow, I really wish I could drink alcohol like that because damn, that was impressive. And I wish I could make cheap Oregon Springs shit vodka taste like lemonade. Fuck. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Yeah, that's uh, one thing I can't drink is um, I can't drink straight is gin. Ugh. No, I don't. Uh, I don't need to go out and chew on juniper bushes. Yeah, dude, that's exactly what it tastes like—like like mashed up fucking plants or something. Like, <laughs> it's uh, no good. I, I, I can drink it straight. I, I just, I don't. I don't even drink anymore, though, honestly, because I just haven't. I kind of hey. just stopped. Hey, you don't need to, bro. You got the dabs. It's That's what I'm enough. saying. Uh, dabbing seems to be the right way to go. And yeah. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I was drinking a lot, so I stopped for a reason. But like, it, I, I haven't been to any meetings or anything. I just kind of finally was like, all right, that's enough of that. And not not saying that I'm too good for meetings or anything for anyone out there <laughs> listening that goes to meetings. I uh, I applaud you. Everybody should always find what find what works for them. But uh, nice. I just finally was able to say, nope, that's enough. So it's because you're turning turning uh, thirty, bro. <laughs> and I quit smoking cigarettes. That was a narrow one, though. When I first started smoking cigarettes along with pot when I was fifteen. Well, I started drinking them too, so it all kind of was together. But when I started smoking cigarettes and I knew it was a bad idea, I was like, I'll quit by the time I'm 30. It'll be easy. That got real hard as my 20s wore on and in the last couple months even. I quit when I moved here, though. Oh, damn. So I haven't smoked in two months. Did you do it cold turkey? Cold turkey. I got one pack of cigarettes in my closet back there just in case something goes awry and I really need a cigarette for some reason. But no, I had bought a couple, or I had bought like six or seven packs of cigarettes before the, uh, or when I went out to get supplies during when the pandemic first struck. So when I moved here and I had like five or six left, I just gave most of them to, to a neighbor that was standing outside. They appreciated it. They're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like, five, five free packs of cigarettes? Sure. Hey, so uh, do you have that pack of cigarettes behind this uh, metal red case? And it says break in case of emergency. No, nothing special like that. I do <laughs> yeah. know exactly where it is. It's in a box in my closet. Hey, so like if some shit goes down, like, you know, like scientists or in the news are like, hey, a meteor is going to hit Earth in 25 hours and we're all going to die. You're like, fuck it, cigarette time. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, if if that, if 
Because of all the things happening, I mean, I could be like, well, the world's ending, so I'm going to smoke or drink anyway, right? Like, mm-hmm. I could say that already, but if something like a meteor, like, if, if they're like, listen, humanity is getting wiped out from the Earth. Earth will cease to exist as we know it 24 hours from now. Damn, that's a good idea for a movie. Just... Earth ends in 24 hours. I'm sure that's been made, but fuck it. We'll do it again. Hey, we'll do a version of uh, This is the End. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm going to be real with you. Seth Rogen and I, we, we go back a little bit. So someday when you have him on the show, make sure you ask him about me because. All right. We've got issues. Issues, damn! You guys didn't get along or what? Yeah, I'll let I'll let him tell you about it. He'll be telling me why he laughs. <laughs> yeah, I had him on the show one time, and he just laughed and he didn't say anything, and I was pretty upset with him afterwards. I mean, I was able to work with it and put it together and like have him his laughter in the show, but all he did was laugh. He didn't really <laughs> contribute anything, and I was like, "Thanks, Seth." Maybe he was too high; he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle the dabs, dude. Not everybody can. That's going to be the problem for some celebrities is can you handle the dab? Like, but hey, you know what? Just like Hot Ones offers you the vegan wings, I've got, I've got some regular old-fashioned bud here as well in case you can't handle a full dab. That is actually what I keep bud around here for. If somebody comes over to my house, it's hang out and bro, bud. You got it down, man. You're one hell of a guest. You're like, oh, it's okay. I got other options. I, I have water, I, and I have sparkling water as well in my fridge. Oh, you fancy. I, I don't drink it, but in case somebody does. I don't have anybody over because of the pandemic, but I'm prepared. <laughs> but when the pandemic's over... <laughs> I will be the best host anybody's ever met. Hey, dude, what if you have a celebrity over, they do a dab, and they start tripping balls... <laughs> First off, celebrities probably aren't going to come dab in my roach-infested apartment. But if they were, I'd make sure to just capture it all with my camera because nothing goes viral better than celebrities doing wacky shit. Mm-hmm. Have Steve on? No way. I think he's sober now, huh? Yeah. That's one thing that's, one thing that's hard is uh, my dab videos do... It, it, it turns some people off with the fact that I am getting stoned, but I'm a medical patient of the state of Arizona. I, I honestly look at weed like I look at coffee for a lot of people. Like A lot of people maintain their sanity with caffeine throughout the day. Mine is THC. Hey, it's not or, really any different. Or alcohol. Some people do that. Yeah, with some alcohol. people do it with alcohol. I know. And no, yeah. I am not one of those people that was able to do it with alcohol. That that made me a not functioning adult. So, yeah, I don't know how people do that. Like, I drink to enjoy it, you know. But if people are like doing that at work or like everywhere you go, like how how could you enjoy it? You know, it's I I know a lot of people that are able to do that. I mean, fuck, I worked in the restaurant industry, and it's I. I don't want to say it's sad because that makes it sound like 
these people need pity or something, but like alcoholism is really, really rampant in the service industry. And like almost every single person that I've ever worked with or talked to in the service industry drinks heavily. And like, that's not a secret. Like everybody looks forward to getting off work and going and getting drunk. And the only people that you have to hang out with are other service industry members because you're all getting off work at one thirty in the morning on a Friday night, you know? And so you're all going to last call together to get a beer and then go into the after somebody's house to get more drunk after that. Like that's just the lifestyle. Like I, I don't want to say that's sad because a lot of people enjoy that, but like alcoholism is definitely really rampant. A lot of those people definitely wake up and continue partying the next day. Damn. And the party never stops, but so it's like normalized in the service industry kind of yeah i mean not like not like drinking on shift or anything like that like people are professional when they're at work but uh because i don't want to paint with any broad strokes that like oh everybody in the service industry is just drunk off their ass 24 <laughs> 7 that's not the case everybody just looks forward to drinking with each other and drinking's pretty much all you can do when you get off work at one in the morning like or 11 o'clock at night every night even like what's what the fuck is there to do at 11 o'clock at night when you get off work you you can't go to the golf course you can't go to the the park you can go to the gym like i mean there's some i guess there's probably plenty of stuff you can do at 11 p.m but and everybody's passed out but except the people that get off at that time <laughs> yeah exactly yeah man well cool man well where, where can people uh, find your page, find your videos, find your content? Okay. I'm glad you asked. I want people to follow me on Facebook. It's uh, Dabbing with Dayman is the page. Um, you can also add me as a friend. Andrew Morrow is my name. I'm going to be doing work with other stuff. I'm, I'm trying to uh, be more active with my activism. I was doing Black Lives Matter, uh, saying Black Lives Matter every video on Dabbing with Dayman, but I've condensed my dabbing with Dayman videos down to a one minute format. And I feel like just wedging black lives matter in there is paying lip service. And I want to be more proactive in my activism. So I'm trying to spread awareness there uh, on a separate page, Andrew's uh, Act activist Alliance, but uh, yeah, add me Andrew Morrow at Dayman six, two, eight on Instagram uh, or on uh on YouTube, look up Dabbing with Day, man. Definitely got to check that out. You make some funny-ass fucking videos, man. Like like, like I said, so fucking random, dude. Like, I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad, man. Well, I hope, I hope people out there start – I hope more people start seeing it because I definitely didn't expect everybody to love it as much as they did, but I'm happy they are. Yeah, dude, you got a good thing going on, man. And that's pretty unique to doing dabs and then some funny-ass random shit. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Cool, man. Well, hey, thanks for being on the show, man. I really do appreciate it, bro. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. First podcast, got to pop my cherry. Pop your cherry. And you did great, too. You know, you didn't cry. No. <laughs> no. Maybe next time. I'd like to get into some acting, so maybe I'll shed a tear next time. There you go. I'll, I'll try it too. Oh, let's see. I just got to keep my eyes open long enough and they dry out and I cry. <laughs> I'll just think about my, 
my poor cat dying over here and that that that'll be enough oh kitty <laughs> this is all she fucking does i didn't even realize there was a cat right there bro yeah she's a sweet baby she didn't move the whole time yeah no she's a, she's an old lady she's 15 years old all she wants to do is hang out with me and sleep oh just cuddle yeah <laughs> well cool man well thanks again for being on bro hell yeah thanks for having me it was nice talking to you Cool, you too, bro. Peace. Later. Thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, you can find me at anchor.fm slash screamingchewygmail.com. There'll be three options for a monthly subscription. First one, I believe, starts at a dollar a month, yo. Yeah, dollar a month. Yeah, and if you don't want to, that's cool. You can follow me on Facebook and YouTube, Screaming Chewy Show, for some memes, some more videos for episodes. And behind the scenes kind of deal, right? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy, so I should probably change it. But it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace.